0: Have you been looking for a way to stay focused on your goals and grow your MSP? Accountability groups from Rocket MSP can help. We offer weekly accountability sessions that meet online with a group of your peers. Your success begins with accountability. Go to www.rocketmsp.io to join your accountability group today. Brent, I can't tell if you're trying to get in here or not. Yeah, so you know, I think fundamentally, from a threat intelligence perspective, it's no different than there is a responsibility. I think we have to be very careful. Um At Control Protect, we work with hundreds of MSPs, uh, both in the United States and Europe. Um There is one common denominator that we see. They are pushing products. They are focused on projects. They are not consulting. And the reality is, They are cyber coaches to those end users, regardless of the size of the, of their end user or their clients, they are depended on, they are relied on, they're the face of cybersecurity for a lot of those end users. And so it's important that MSPs adopt that, that approach, that they take that responsibility and that they, how do they do that though? So the important part is to partner with companies that insult you that are respectfully that are not that are in data security. They're not uh, simply running, you know, automated pen testing or or you know. There's all sorts of I say rubber stamp or simplistic surface level stuff in this industry, right? So many companies have jumped on the bandwagon. So there's this massive. Uh, lake so mike said lake earlier um this 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 massive amount of stuff that we can throw at end users and yes it creates equity uh yes it creates you know that i call it mailbox money um and that's there's some there's some great there's some greatness to that but there's also liability because it's not comprehensive and msps have to adopt and understand that Data security cannot be rubber's tent. Every single client is different. So the the fundamental problem is proper threat model analysis. You don't you you don't need one antibiotic for every person. Recording Future is an incredible prior. We've partnered with them many times, continue to do that. But that's for a specific client that that their threat model needs that, you know, that level of antibiotic. The reality is and I'm not sure I know you guys probably know this, but MSPC, to understand, there's a paradigm shift in the insurance liability space. And, and scenarios like Kaseya have, are paving the way. Um, CyberAcuView is a brand new alliance. The top seven cyber liability underwriters in the world have come together and formed an alliance. They're tired of paying major claims. And so they looked at that correlated data for all the claims that paid and said, time out. Let's hire people who are experts in our industry to understand and look at, <clears throat> take a look at the C suite list, uh, within cyber Active view. And you're going to find that they have done their homework and either the NIST guideline, whatever you pick your framework, the reality is this. If you're an MSP within the next 12 months, a vast majority of your clients are going to come to you and say, help me with this questionnaire. And guess what the questionnaire focuses on? It focuses on network security, right? I mean, network security controls are a big part of it. Ransomware controls, MFA everywhere. Um, and then the you know, phishing controls. Have you lost anything in the past? I could go on and on. One of the major areas MSPs are not prepared for is an MSP analysis questionnaire portion. So again, a lot of change is coming if if an MSP does not have a cyber consultant themselves uh, and cannot refer that, refer and, and help build the threat analysis for each of the clients, there is a significant amount of liability that they
1: open themselves up to. I just want to say, Brett, holla luya. thank you for saying some of those words. You know, it's, you know, I tout this all the time where and MSP will go, and this is not to throw shade b- by any means, but, you know, they'll go to Scout, they'll go to Huntress, they'll go to whatever partner vendor that you want to choose. And now, oh, we're an MSSP now, we do cybersecurity. No, no, you don't. You know, it's, it's really.
2: They think it's a product play.
1: Yeah. You that's, know,
2: that's a huge problem in the MSP space. MSPs think in terms of stack tools, products. Service delivery remains the same in their eyes. And it's like, what what's in my stack? My stack is this, and it includes security elements. Therefore, I am doing security. Mm. Like security technical controls are like 10% of what needs to be done. The other ninety percent is consultive and administrative controls. And they're not doing it. They don't know it exists. And another emerging problem that I've observed over especially the last 12 months is many MSPs, they're like, well, like, apparently security isn't a, a product-based play. So I need to do something about that. They go out and they, they, they brain dump a couple of exams get a couple of certs and think they now know everything that needs to be known.
0: So what should they they be doing?
2: That's the question. That's the million dollar question because a lot of this security stuff, it's, it's not just about like, okay, I went and got a cert and the cert guarantees that it teaches me everything I need to know because it doesn't.
3: It just, Zach, are you saying all those CISSPs out there aren't worth their weight in gold despite what they put on LinkedIn?
2: (laughs) You mean the CISSP associates?
3: The ones who get the certification, they do the test and they're great on paper. But that's,
2: that's, there's two different types of CISPs, okay? There's a CISSP associate um, and then there's an actual accredited CISSP. Most people don't know this. A, A CISSP associate says, I'm, I have gone out and I have taken the exam and I have passed it, but I do not have the requisite number of hours of experience because so 90% CISSP, of
3: those guys with the alphabet behind yeah. their name. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah,
2: that, is this, oh, the, the accredited CISSP says you have to have a minimum of hours in 10 different knowledge domains within cybersecurity, documented hours, education credits like the whole nine yards.
3: And that goes into something I want to talk about here, which is education. Uh, Brent, Mm -hmm. you brought up risk. How many MSPs actually understand risk, much less can rate that risk and decide what to put in place Mm -hmm. to deal with it? And I think that's the fundamental issue.
0: Yeah, you're you're spot on. I mean, what we see, and I call it risk, risk evaluation that can be conveyed to the C-suite or just to the simple mom and pop. What is, you know, I had was partnering with MSB just just a few weeks ago, and the owner, when they put together, we put together comprehensive strategy. The owner immediately says, "What everyone says, and I just can't afford that." How long can you afford?
3: How long can you afford? I looked
0: at it. I literally looked at the guy and said, "Tell me this: How many days this week can you afford to be out of business, shut down?"
3: I want to ask you a question. There, I understand that there is a security poverty line. And not all companies can spend for that. But my take on that has always been, if I platform security as a part of my managed offering, by scale, we're small. We're, you know, 6,500 user compared to some of the monster MSPs out there. If I can platform that across my managed offering and buy down my cost entry, I can give that to every single one of my clients. And Absolutely I always say, yeah, my plumber, my plumbing clients, are probably more secure than some of the hedge funds I've walked into to do assessments for because I've been able, no, what I did was I took, I looked at all the compliances because, you know, compliance is security and security is compliance Fair quotes for those listening.
2: But, <laughs> they, they are, and they aren't. No.
3: But I, what I did was I looked at all the compliances we deal with for our clients and I kind of put them together. So my plumber, he's HIPAA compliant and across the board everyone has the same level of compliance that we built internally and security so now they can buy in at a much cheaper level and i think you know maybe that's something worthwhile for the channel to look into
2: you you have to admit so that if, if you're coming from this and you don't know much about it it is quite intimidating there's there's a lot of stuff to to be compliant with and there's a lot of stuff a lot of different areas to cover and, you know, the, even just the, the time investment to learn about the things that you need to learn about is, is, is significant. But I, think but I do that, fe-
3: Sorry, go ahead. I do feel sorry for people who are coming into this
2: cold and having to learn about it from scratch.
3: But I think uh, that's part of the thing about opening your own business, right? It's not about just saying, hey, take my money, give me an EIN, give me a shitty laptop, and I'm a technology provider. It's put the work in, get the experience and build a real business, not be self-employed. How many many bad one-man shops are there in the MSP industry? Too many.
2: I'd say 80% of the entire industry
0: is bad one-man shops. We're
3: already already
0: seeing class-action lawsuits hitting MSPs that because they are not comprehensive, and they are literally pushing price, and they have not adopted that that threat model analysis on the front end. They're you know, they're stuck with Webroot that's they've been with for however long.
3: Webroot they're is the greatest day. antivirus ever made. Don't get me started.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean but you guys know the story. And so as an MSP it's really sad. I mean we do see a lot of scenarios where MSPs unfortunately are very set in their ways. And um Oftentimes, uh, they get acquired by those who figure out about this industry and understand the risks. And as Shiva just said, uh, most of our most astute MSPs that we partner with, it's a non-negotiable. MFA is not; it's not an option. They, when they set up Office 365, or whatever, it, it's not even an option. It's enforced from the start. Uh, it's, you don't get the client that option, right? You got the client as their cyber coach.
1: That's why I've said it, you know, several times on this one. I think that's going to be some of maybe my marching drum now, Shiva, especially with our internal podcast and you know everything else that we're doing. Keith was, I'm not sure if he's still watching or whatever, but you know, yes, we all started in under a thousand seats. I get that, but like I keep saying, I think we need to go to the spot as an industry. If you are under a certain amount whatever it is tech internal technicians you know self-accentration you know compliance, whatever that x factor is wait i get i'm not sure if i can say x factor as a tv show but anyway whatever that variable is you need to be partnered with somebody bigger you need to be partnered with a larger msp and even i scare to say that because the company of uh, all covered is owned by conica Cano- minolta I don't know how many times they've been popped, you know, but not enough. Uh, well, I think they need to be partnered with somebody who's going, who has credibility that will guide them through there. You know what I mean? Granted, I just recently migrated from an MSP to a cybersecurity firm and I'm on that path. There is a metric F ton of stuff in cybersecurity that I don't, don't know. And I'm not going to touch like, am I going to do memory dump analysis? No, that's not even in my wheelhouse, right? But, you know, there's things that we just don't know. So I think MSP is partnering with somebody who is larger to get the training, get the education and not be scared. Say, look, we are partnering with XYZ cybersecurity firm to help advance our foothold and help advance our security stack and our understanding. And in turn. You as well, you know, we all keep saying, let's rise the tide. And I think that is going to be one of the mission critical things that we need to do to rise that tide.
3: You know, I have a question there. How much of this is driven by the vendors saying buy our product and you can do this. You can be all you can be with our product when. No question. No
0: question. I'm looking at you connect wise. Yep. No question.